following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. The Nostalgia Funhouse proudly dedicates all episodes in the loving memory of Connie Chirac. Hey, Johnny. I'm glad oh. you finally showed up. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Uh, I got lost on the way here. I mean, this is a heck of a line for this show. Yeah, I, I heard the show is great. Like, I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, it, you know, the Talk No Less Politics show, it sounds fantastic. I don't think we're standing in line for that one. That's what, I think it's, that's what this I think is. It's, no. I, Politics, I, no, I, let's talk about it. That's what no, this show's called. I see a different... Wait. Oh, okay. No, yes, no we're standing... No. No, we're standing in line for the Nostalgia Funhouse. Oh, you know what? That sounds even better. Jeez. You know what? They probably got a really great sponsor. I bet they do. The farmer in the dell. The farmer in the dell. It's a musical bonanza for the children you love. Old MacDonald had a farm. Presenting today's greatest collection of the most popular children's songs of all time. Over 80 songs that kids love to sing. They'll enjoy countless hours of laughter and healthy fun for less than the price of many toys. Finally, a giant musical treasury containing all their favorites. Three blind mice. Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. Hush, so familiar that you can share the joy of singing right along with your child. This special children's collection is available for a limited time only and is not sold in stores. Share the joy with a child you love. Order today. Order send check or money order for $12.98 plus state and local sales tax and $2 handling for two records or two cassettes to 80 children's songs. P.O. Box 142, Department B, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46219. That's 80 children's songs, P.O. Box 142, Department B, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46219. To save COD fees, have your MasterCard or Visa ready and call toll-free 1-800-441-4343. That's 1-800-441-4343. The more we get together, 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 the more we get together, the happier we'll be. Because my Nostalgia Fun House is your Nostalgia Fun House. So the more we get together, the happier we'll be. With Johnny Townsend and Andrew Lenz on the Nostalgia Fun House. Do you like my song? I remixed it. I... I loved it. <laughs> you love my beautiful singing voice. I was gonna go on American Idol, but I didn't want to be like where they just. I've heard. Crazy. I've heard way worse. Okay. <laughs> so I wouldn't be too mad. Okay. Not too mad. 
yeah, what are we talking about today on the nostalgia? Thankful House. It's it's November. I'm trying to work. Oh, you're trying thing. to. <laughs> I like think. We can't be the Rock House because that might be like a rock and roll reference. Yeah, we can't do that. I'm trying okay. to think some Thanksgiving type theme. We can go here. I don't want to be called the Turkey House. Hmm. Hey, the turkey, almost the United States bird. Yes. If uh, a certain Franklin had his way. That's right. If Trevor would have had his way. <laughs> Damn you, Trevor. <laughs> we love we love telling that story where his parents were going to name him Benjamin. <laughs> and by, by the grace of God, that didn't happen. <laughs> I wish Steve Kerr would have learned from that mistake, too. <laughs> um. Yeah, look that up. We're not going to say any more about that. No, I, I can't take that. We cannot take that chance. No. Yeah, what are we talking about today on the Nostalgia Thankful House? I will just go with Thankful House. It uh, works. Yeah. We're going with Raffi. And this was a request to review. It looks like his second album, second studio album. Kind of probably his first big one there. Singable songs for the very young. But by Nico, once again. Uh yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Yes, we do. And and just remember from uh, from this, if you have something from your childhood or from when you were growing up that you love for us to talk about and we haven't yet, feel free to message us on the social medias that we have. Andrew does a great job on those. Um, but <clears throat> let's talk Ravi real quick. I can. I would, you're blown. Away, you're blown away by this fact. <laughs> I yeah. I'm just gonna say it. Johnny has never heard of Rafi until this point in his life 40 years of his life have gone by and he had no idea Rafi even existed I have zero nostalgia for this none whatsoever when I was a child I was listening to like the Lion King soundtrack over and over and over like I could tell you every lyric to a Lion King song but I've never heard this now I will say going back and listening to this, a lot of the I'm not gonna tell you what I listened to as a kid. <laughs> Robo the Robocop soundtrack. No, uh so Eminem. Jeez, you have no idea what I was introduced as just to, just so you know, when I was a when did Eminem's first album come out? I had to be a teenager. Came, yeah, I was late nineties, I wanna say. Yeah. Late nineties, somewhere around there, so I'll be a teenager. I, think I was at least a June. Jeez. I think I was in high school too. Yeah. Anyway, I had a, I have own money, right? And Eminem's first album came out, and I was like, I'm going to get this album. But I also love my parents and grew up in this house where, um, like cussing was not a thing, right? Which is really weird because my dad cusses all the time. But you know, mom, <laughs> mom like has instilled in me growing up the just knowing who you're around, you know, and how to talk with who you're around that type of thing and so i was like well i really want this eminem album so i'm going to get the edited version i sat out myself my mom had nothing to do with it i made the choice to get the edited eminem album <laughs> oh see it re 
we still could get anything we wanted. Just and that's as a re- and that's that's how I rebelled with the with the Eminem album that was edited already. <laughs> Take that establishment. <laughs> I don't think I've ever bought an edited album in my life. Why would you? It's a stupid idea. Don't do it. I think even with my mom standing next to me, I still remember at good old media play buying uh, nine inch nails. Uh, and it had the parental advisory. Yeah. And I was in front of my mom in line. And then the cashier looked at her and goes, you know, he's buying this. <laughs> my mom goes, does he have his own money? <laughs> I go, yeah. She goes, I really don't care what he buys. <laughs> So that was right, so, mom philosophy, but yeah, you've never heard of Raffi. Like this is Raffi, this is not a thing. Like I did not know that this person existed. I didn't know about these albums. I've obviously since we were going to do this, I've looked into Raffi more. Um, like the guy himself sounds like a pretty awesome dude. He does a lot of. I think he's in his seventies now, but he does a lot of stuff for children, like a lot of charity work he's written books uh, obviously he's he has these albums uh he's got a really good um what's the word i'm going soothing singing voice yeah that really that i think is kind of perfect for uh children's song and i will say that i was going into this just hoping that i wouldn't be annoyed with every song and i can honestly say that not every song annoyed me. So no, I yeah, it was different. So Raffy for me has been around since. Do you think because he's I, he's I think he's like from mainly from Canada, right? I no, because they've referenced him in a movie. There's this, what movie? What uh, movie did they? Reference? I don't know if you've ever seen it. For some reason, I had this weird obsession with this movie called Bye Bye Love. Yeah, I don't know what this with, is. Uh, it's a, it's Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. I know who that is, yeah. Randy Quaid's uncle. Yeah, Ed, Cousin Eddie. Yeah. yeah, Cousin Eddie. Or, sorry, Cousin Eddie. So it was Randy Quaid, Paul Reiser, and Matthew Modine. Okay, those are all names I know. <laughs> played these three divorced dads in this movie called Bye Bye Love. And for some reason, every time it was like on HBO. Yeah. So I was it was like a sad it. three amigos. <laughs> in a way, but they it, it kind of has a happy ending. And at this one part, this girl drags her little brother to this house party and i think jack black i can't say that i don't know if matt's around but jack black <laughs> is dj i think it's that yeah i think it is jack black that's djing and the kid's like you got any raffy and jack black's because you know it's loud it's a house party he's like you mean you got he's like a reefer no he's like no raffy and i'm like okay so that's why I thought maybe that could be it because he is Canadian. And I know there is some like Canadian names that I spit out like Mr. Dress Up and Fred Penner. Yeah. I mean, you grew up or, up north, though. Like you were near Canada. Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 a North, North Carolina boy all the way. Uh, I don't know. I, I've never listened or heard any of his music before. I don't know a friend who has. Uh, this was like mind blowing to me and I've always been really into pop culture, even as a kid. So I, I guess he just never got to me for whatever reason. <laughs> Cause I think as a kid, I would have enjoyed this. I just always thought it was like 
a like a staple of just see it's one of those things where i just always thought it was like you're at kindergarten preschool maybe around first grade and they're like hey let's put on some raffi either to calm down the kids while yeah. you're working or you know because some of the songs are pretty much upbeat entertaining you know to get the kids up and moving because did you do this always annoyed me hand motions i hated hand motions. yes as a kid i yeah. hated hand motions with songs like i just didn't want to do yeah it. It, it, elementary school and i'm under school was big on that and for whatever reason when i was a kid in the church growing up like a lot of those songs at church oh. that they'd have kids things would have tons of those what's the one with the itsy witsy i remember that one and i do this and that was it I like how you're doing a head motion on an audio podcast. <laughs> and honestly, uh, that's a bit X-rated. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's, oh, oh, it's supposed to be a worm. I did Andrew, it. just just ask her where the spot's at. <laughs> it's supposed to be a worm. No, you know what? I agree with you. The, the yeah. fun is trying to fill it out. I get it. <laughs> so but, let's talk about these children's songs. <laughs> yes. So... <laughs> So I, I've always had Raffi's always been some sort of staple. Yeah. Uh, his biggest hit that I think everybody kind of, you know, like if you're like, who's Raffi? And then you mentioned uh, Baby Beluga, which you, another one that when I mentioned, you were like, I have no idea. Baby <laughs> Beluga know. in the deep blue sea. Don't know it. So wild and swim so free. It's funny because I worked with a guy and his last name was Belina and we changed beluga with yeah. belina so it was big of course you did because yeah. that made sense you know yeah i understand that but baby beluga uh i do kind of remember banana phone but i can't sing it but baby beluga i think is the one where if you name it that's like his as your your clean version of, <laughs> of, of my name of my name is uh, so Raffy's been Raffy's been around like this is this is like the hey, I was hardcore growing up uh, let's see somebody that's by themselves that's not like a David Bowie or Rod Stewart of children's music like this yeah, yeah. Like, put on that Raffy <laughs> let's get down to business yeah to defeat the Hans <laughs> See, I know, I know Disney songs. That's what I listened to growing up. I also bumped that Milan soundtrack. It was great. <laughs> I never listened to any Milan soundtrack. I okay. so in my defense, when it comes to music, I have an aunt who's only thirteen years older than me. Right? Yeah, I remember you telling me this. So she when, probably influenced a lot of your. Yeah. So yeah. my thing was, and she was the the cool aunt. Um, she had a Camaro or as my mom called it one time, sorry, your father died when you were 16 car. Uh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> my aunt would laugh at this right now. So don't worry about it. So, okay. <laughs> and I stated before my mother was a single parent. So right, yeah. my aunt just graduated high school. She was in college. So she could come and pick my brother and up and I for school. So our three songs that are most of the songs I remember listening to, in kindergarten with her is LL Cool J's I'm Bad. Mm -hmm. I listened to a lot of Poison. Uh, <laughs> yes. probably, 
probably the cleanest one. Is, the two cleanest ones are um, Lollipop, <laughs> uh, Roller Coaster by Buddy Holly. But then we get into like uh, Guns and Roses. Yeah. Wel- Welcome to the Jungle and Welcome to Paradise and all those songs. So those were like my staple of songs that she had because she had a cassette player in her car. This is like 1988, yeah. 1989. That's, that's a big deal. <laughs> this is going to shock you growing up. Uh, most of the non-Disney music that I heard as a little kid was Reba, and I'm not even making that up. That's why I, I know so much Reba. <laughs> I, and to this day, I will stand by this. That song, Fancy, and her version of The Nights Went Out in Georgia, those songs slap, man. I'll stand by that. Those are great songs. So, so those were... I mean, I listened to, like, there was a guy like Fred Penner he had a show in Canada and stuff like that. But when I was growing up and we were with my aunt as, you know, cruising in the Camaro, it was like a lot of that stuff. So it was like, well, let, let was me ask you the popular th- music. of yeah, that. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Cause you have kids. I have very distinct memories when I was a kid, uh, again, of the Lion King soundtrack. I don't remember how we got it, but we got it. And it was a cassette tape. And I definitely remember my poor parents having to listen to those songs over and over again in the station wagon when we'd go places. <laughs> My poor mom and dad, I guarantee you they knew all the lyrics of those songs too because we would only want to listen to those songs. And I can't imagine how they felt. Because even a song that you like, if you listen to it again and again and again, it's going to start grating on you. What about you? Do your kids have something like that where they kept wanting to listen to a song and it you just couldn't take it anymore? <laughs> it was a lot of movies. Now, movies, I, I understand, because the kids will uh, fa- uh, will fixate on a certain movie and want to watch it a lot. See, on the flip side, though, to my musical taste, it's, I don't remember listening to a lot of like children's music outside of school. What I did listen to where you're like, oh, my goodness, what did you listen to? My mom listened to the good old, if you're in Western New York, the oldies 104 with Danny yeah. Everett. So I grew up on a lot of like Motown and stuff like that. And also uh, her only two cassette tapes that I remember her having was Carly Simon and Phil Collins. The one with Sue Sue studio. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up a lot of on like the oldies stuff when I was with my mother uh, when I got with my aunt, though, that's when it all oh, hell broke loose. See, I kind of think I was very lucky because not only did I get Reba, which I do enjoy, but also Elvis, which I also enjoy. And my dad loved like classic rock, will be classic rock now. Yeah. Like uh, he, uh, dad, uh, he's the one that got me in a CCR. Okay. Like I love, I love CCR. So like stuff like that. So I kind of had the best of both worlds in a way. And, uh, but uh, yeah, it's just, <laughs> It's just really funny how much we listen to Lion King soundtrack. I do always remember this one thing my uncle told me. Because this is the uncle that's married to my aunt that's only 13 years older than me. So he was always like the cool uncle. So like my aunt would have like a Camaro or a nice car. And then he had, I I want to think like a 66 or a 69 Savelle that he made into a drag racer. Um, He had a 72 vet at one point. And he was just like, the cool uncle if you could picture uh billy madison going back to high school but actually like thinking he was cool but actually being cool in the 80s that's what my (laughs) uncle reminds me of and when my cousin was born i remember sitting there and he would 
he was laying on the couch and my cousin was watching Barney. And I was like, you like this stuff? I was like, I can't believe you're watching this. And this stuck with me to this day. And I believe it. And I tell every new parent this. He looked at me and he said, the problem is that I'm not that I'm watching this. The problem is, is I can't wait for this song to get over because I like the next song better. <laughs> and I was like, that would never happen to me. And it did because my daughter got into this show called Imagination Movers, which is yeah. kind of like another like kids band. And I could not wait for certain songs to come on to the point where our, my wife was like, we should buy some children's music to play in the car for her. Cause she's the first child. You don't ever the second and the third one. Uh, how did the doctor put it? He said, if um, to me, when the second child comes along, you slap an aspirin on its head and wishes, wishes it luck. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's really weird. If I was, I was first born, but I was also a boy. And then they, and then there's my sister, and I think it kind of changes things because she's the younger one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's just fascinating how all that works. I think when you when you have kids, or because when I was growing up, my cousin, we practically raised her, so she might as well be like another sister to me. And she came up in the age of Barney, so I definitely remember like just hating because I was, you know, I was just a like a how much older am I? I'm like eight years older than her, something like that. So whenever Barney would come on, it was the worst thing in my life. <laughs> Cause she loved Barney. We had to watch so much Barney. And this is only when you have like one TV in the house. <laughs> it's got some jams too, though. But no, oh, man, I don't know. I, I, I know Barney wants me to love him because he loves me and it, it gets tough sometimes. So we listen to a lot of uh, imagination movers to the yeah. point. I'm not going to lie. I think they're still on Disney plus. I do still kind of sneak in some and I go to Spotify and I'm not going to lie. It's still, it's still good. It's just, it just becomes a part of you. I think when it comes yeah. to many children's song or anything like that, there's just certain songs that, Oh, yo Gabba Gabba had some great ones too. <laughs> hey, some veggie tale songs bangers. <laughs> it's to the point now where I, <clears throat> So, uh, I know you've met him, Reinhold Bailey. Um, yeah. He just had a kid. And I will die on, talking about how crazy I am about kid songs, I will die on the hill. That big red car by the rig Wiggles is way better than fruit salad. And everybody says fruit salad, but I say big red car. And that's kind of what, like, Raffi is right now. Is it's like the wig, But he didn't have, like, a TV show or anything. Yeah. All right, so let's. What we're going to do here is we're taking Raffi's album, Singable Songs for the Very Young. Mm -hmm. We're going track by track, and we're going to grade each track. I don't think this is going to take too long. No, because just like these songs, I think the longest song on this album is like two and a half minutes long, <laughs> something was, like that. Which was awesome. Yeah, uh, which oh. felt which felt like uh, two minutes too long. But uh, we'll get into this. I'm very curious how our feelings oh. are going to go because again. Just remember this. I did not grow up with this, but when I was listening to this and reviewing it, I tried to imagine how I would feel if I did grow up with this. You know what I mean? Like I tried to be fair to it. I am going to make jokes because that's just who I am, but I think I may surprise you on a few of these. I grew up with this. And as the people say in some of the Facebook groups, memories were unlocked. 
not gonna lie. Very uh very blown away by this. All right. What's the first song on this album? The very first song is The More We Get Together. Because the happier we'll be. Yeah. It's about making friends, I guess. I guess it's the, the thing about this song. I uh I, I guess. Um I don't know. It's it was there for me. That's the best way to put it. It doesn't overstay its welcome. No. I'll give it that. None of these songs really do, in fairness. You never say that. None of these are November Rain blank. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> there is no slash guitar solo for five minutes. I'm not getting uh I'm not getting the stairway to heaven on any of this. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. No uh, Now I will say this is for the overall album. I do I do like that because the music that I as I became an old man that I really got into is like the more of the the folk type music sort of stuff sound. And this does do that. Like he's really good at that. It's mostly guitar, sometimes it's horns and all kinds of stuff like that. Uh this is my exact note. Uh, I don't mind this one. That's why I actually say on this song. I don't mind this song. Uh oh, I actually have lyrics right here for every single song. So No, we, we don't need that. We can <laughs> So this is just simple. It's just pretty much the more we get together. Yeah. Uh, I put it's okay. Like I gave it, I gave it a three out of five. I also gave it a three out of five, but I didn't mind this one. I thought it was fine. Uh, All right. Next up is down by the bay. Uh, There's some fun rhymes in this, some really fun rhymes. And I don't know about you, Andrew, but there's a lot of stuff happening at this bay. I love this song. The minute <laughs> I heard this song, it was like, yes, I believe my kids listen to this song. I've listened to this song. We have things that I are look- by the bay because I have the lyrics. We have a goose kissing a moose, a whale with a polka dotted tail, a fly wearing a tie, a bear combing his hair. Llamas eating their pajamas. And my favorite thing of all is have you ever had a time when you couldn't think of couldn't make a rhyme? That lyric is amazing to me because he closes out perfectly. Yeah. Uh there's a lot of stuff happening at this bay. Like if I was a kid, I'd be like, we gotta go to this bay, mom. Yeah. Can you imagine all it's like it's basically like a zoo threw up here and some shenanigans are going on at the same time. I have to go check this bay out. This bay sounds incredible. I, uh, the song itself has some really fun rhymes. I gave it, I, I didn't mind this one either. I gave it a three of five. You are absolutely nuts. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you to leave right now because this is definitely a five out of five. I couldn't do that. Five out of five down by the bay. No way you could give it anything less. You can, I did. It's a three. But again, I did not grow up with it. I bet if I grew up with it, it'd be different. The memories would be unlocked. Such is a mate. Such an amazing song. <laughs> yeah, I'm not on that Raffi edit like you. <laughs> no, what the hell that still means. They tried- I don't know either. <laughs> if you know what that means, please let us know because we don't understand it. And I guarantee you we're not using it right. <laughs> I also I was at Target and I watched this. Like this girl walked in front of me. She walked up to this mirror in Target. And as I'm walking by, she goes, This doesn't eat, bro. And I still don't know what that means. And I tried to look. I think it, 
Like, I think that means whatever that was she didn't care for. Like, if, uh, I do think that one of the things is um, uh, we're going to eat, but that means, like, it's something good is going to happen. I think I, I, that's just based on context clues. <laughs> I want to get the one dude that I work with to come on this show. <laughs> just explain shoot stuff out, to us. <laughs> shoot out slang terms to see, if, see, if, we know the, see if we know what they are. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Now, yeah. the next song is Brush Your Teeth. What did you think about this one, Andrew? I like this one. Great message. Uh, I didn't mind the hand motions to the song. Is this a great message? I like the. Ch- is rap. it? Is, is this really a great message? Yeah. Because every waking hour, this poor person is waking up and brushing their teeth every hour of the morning, like one a.m., two a.m., three a.m. 4 a.m. Every time they're getting up to brush their teeth. Yeah, but it's it's it's, it's cool. He's gonna have some bloody gums. <laughs> it's it's fun. That part is fun. I do enjoy I, that. Quite I a like bit. that part. I like that. This song does have a really fun rhythm to it. I, uh, I I I I just thought the lyrics were very funny because like literally every waking hour, this kid's getting up to brush his teeth. Uh, but other than that, I really really did enjoy this song. This is my favorite so far of all of them. I gave this one a four or five. Five. <laughs> Straight bangers, man. Straight. <laughs> this song slaps. Straight bangers. I would jam to these in the club. Not even going to lie. You know what we're going to do one day for this show? I'm going to put together a Disney song uh, playlist, and I'm going to have you uh, grade them, and we're going to discuss. <laughs> They're bangers to me. Like I can hear like the record player, like the needle going. That's how old I am listening to this. Oh, I love that sound though. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, the more we get together, like just and it's got like the warm popping noise sort of going in with it. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. And then as I got older, it was like cassettes, and then it just wasn't quite the same. Yeah. All right. What's the next song? We got Robin in the Rain. Uh, I think this had like kind of like a nice jazzy old school musical melody. No. Yes, uh, my first note actually says it feels like a song you'd hear in a in a movie, like a kids movie. Yeah. I, I liked, I I did like this one. Um, there's a moment where the horns hit, and it's really good. Like I like it when these horns hit on this song. I like just the, the storytelling behind it as well. Yeah. Uh, but I only gave it a four. I don't think it hits like brush your teeth or down by the bay. I enjoyed this one. I think it's a, it's a fine song. I, I gave it a four or five as well. I actually like this one too. So I'm really concerned about this next one. I don't know how big of a difference you're going to have on five little frogs. I think we're going to have a huge one. Uh, Five little, five little frogs. uh, Amazing. Uh, The memory was, as people say, memory was unlocked. This was, a great song. Uh, <laughs> it, it, I remember the teacher calling like five students up and we would, you know, this is, you would like almost put on like a little play just for yeah. that. So that's was like, it, it's absolutely amazing. Like you, you already know what I'm going to put it at. So <laughs> it's, it's the best and you're going to, so I don't think I listened to because I grew up with this. Right. I don't think it because it just brought me back to an earlier moment in my childhood. Yeah. 
I don't think I looked at any of the songs logically. So it's. I mean, you're a kid when you're listening to this. It's way more about uh, if the song's fun. I think when you're a kid. And this is a fun song because it I, is a fun I, song. I remember. I didn't like hand motions, but the way that we acted it out, it was fun. Because yeah. it was you weren't doing math or anything else, and you weren't yeah. really learning. But you, I've were... had to, I've had to choose between acting like a frog or doing math. <laughs> acting like a frog's winning every time. I ain't even, I ain't even going to front as the kids. Say. What if you get to be Genghis Frog? Now we're talking. See if the, if the frog is Genghis or Kermit, I'm on board. <laughs> Those are the two greatest frogs of all time. To do a greatest frogs list. So you're giving it. I'm going. To, are you? What are you giving this? What's your oh, official a, score? Five, five. Just all right. My main note was, if I was a kid and I grew up with this, I think I would also love this. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, and I was trying to be fair, and I gave us a two point five out of five. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> but remember what I gave this score because this song technically comes back later in this on this album in a way. It does, it does, but so remember what I gave it this and what I'll give it later. <laughs> That's gonna blow you away. Next All right, one. the next song. I wonder if I'm growing. Okay. Um, <laughs> this song, I wanted to fall asleep. I'm too immature for this. The title of this song. Yeah. <laughs> this is in panel this guy. <laughs> would hate to hear what you guys. <laughs> would do to this poor song so I, I mean i'm 40 years old and i do wonder that sometimes now the um, you get. <laughs> uh i i just wanted to fall asleep I it's think. a it's a pleasant song right it's a pleasant sounding song it's but a, it's not one that's going to like make you want to run around with energy or anything like that at all you're I, right it's more of a hey i want my kids to go to sleep so i'm going to play this song type of thing it's like a soothing lullaby in a way no uh, i'm i'm with you with this did um, you guys have the mat or did you just bring in a blanket we had cots actually in one daycare that i went to which was very nice very in kindergarten, i only remember kindergarten when we had nap time in kindergarten and i think we had to bring a towel i think yeah that was always so weird like why did my kid just get to wait like lay on a towel i mean it was on carpet and I honestly never really took a nap because they were always playing Sesame Street. And I was like, I'm going to watch Sesame Street and Reading Rainbow. There's no way I'm going to sleep through Reading Rainbow. I'm sorry. I'm going to watch Reading Rainbow. Especially if that Star Trek The Next Generation episode comes on. You don't want to miss that one on Reading yeah, Rainbow. Yeah. Uh, Reading Rainbow is legit why Jordy's one of the greatest Star Trek characters of all time. And I'll stand on that hill. <laughs> I still love the community with <laughs> that was so good yeah that's such a great episode uh, all right uh, what did you give this one i gave it a two i mean i i do like I, the song's nice but like i was jamming as you can tell <laughs> like, yeah this is a come down after the other songs yeah it's uh it's yeah it, i get what you're saying i gave us a three out of five i think it's pretty pleasant but i understand what you're saying i get it, it wasn't very good all right what's the next one Aiken Aiken Drum. Aiken Drum. That's right. He lived in a moon, man. All right. So here's the I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and get this out of the way. When a song that's on an album, on this album, on this song, has kids singing along, like it's recorded on the recording. I have a very tough time with it. Oh. It it just and that's because I'm a 
cranky old man now, I guess. I don't know. I don't mind it if, like, for whatever reason, if you're listening to a song and kids start singing along to it organically, like, I don't mind that at all. But for whatever reason, if the kids sing along or on the actual recording, it just bugs me and it's harder for me to get into it. Um, but this man on this song sounds delicious. <laughs> the man in the moon. He's made out of everything, like from pizza to spaghetti and meatballs. This guy is like just a pasta heaven here. So I looked at it and I was like, who is Akim Drum? Like, I don't know about this song. Because once again, oh, you're drinking this deep. (laughs) I'm I'm at a low. I'm at a low point. Yeah. After the last song, I'm at a low point. And I'm like, oh, is this the rest of the album? And then I heard this. And once again, memories came flooding back and i'm like this is a banger remember this from back in the day and it's a five out of five it's it's a great fun song it's a fun song it's fine kids singing along with it on the track annoys me like i said but that's a me problem that is Uh, a problem it's definitely a me problem uh this man does sound delicious i will say listening to this song would probably make me hungry if i kept listening to it uh with that being said it's just okay i gave it a two out of five all right next up bumping up and down uh this song was not at all what i thought it was going to be about (laughs) Uh, i enjoyed this one as well it's a little remember this is 1976 yeah 76 this came out so (laughs) words have different meaning yes yes uh i i enjoyed this one this is this is another great one. Uh, is it straight fire, yo? Yeah, you like how I said that? I'm very. I do. I enjoy that. We're really speaking to the younger generations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eh, I gave it a four. I thought it was cool it's a <laughs> song. You know, it's a wagon. But I don't think kids today. That's maybe the old man in me. I don't think kids today appreciate wagons like we did back in the day. Uh, this little red wagon needed constant maintenance. Uh, this thing may as well be a boat. You know what they say about a boat? Like you're just buying it and you're just going to lose money. That's what I felt like this poor kid did with his wagon. Just constantly losing money and having to get help to fix it. Uh, the tune was fine. The song was fine. The name of the song is better than the song. I gave it to it a five. <laughs> a four. <laughs> All right. Next up must be Santa. All right. A little background about Johnny Townsend here. I'm a huge fan of Santa Claus. I love Santa Claus. He's one of my favorite figures in just anything. Uh, Maybe that's the uh, Mick Foley fan in me. Me and Mick Foley share that. I don't know. But I'm a big fan of Santa Claus. So that's giving it some extra points for me. But at the same time, this has kids singing along. I'm very torn here. Singing the chorus. My notes was, makes me think of Mick Foley. Well, that's always a positive thing. So... But the kids singing is nice. All they sing is must be Santa. Must yeah. be Santa. Yeah, but he could have sang that and this would have been better, oh. uh, in my opinion. These kids need to <laughs> shut up. It's a kid's like Santa Claus is for the kids. Like man. It's it This song is a long it's one of the longer songs on the album. It's like two and a half minutes longish around in there. Uh, it was very tough for me to get through. Uh that's I want this is one of the songs that I really wanted to like more than I did because again, a big fan of Santa Claus. 
this is no Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, it, it's just not. It's fine. It's it's fine. I'll go ahead and give my score because I think yours is going to be much higher than mine. I gave it a two out of five, and it got the two two stars because it's about Santa Claus. I think this is the most disagreements we've ever had. <laughs> so don't really, I didn't I didn't grow up with this. That's the problem really, here. It's a five. Come on, man. I can't do it. It's just kids singing. I think that's the problem here for me. Oh, go back to yelling at the clouds, old man. <laughs> Boomer over here. Boomer Johnny. <laughs> Boomer Johnny. Uh, next one. Wallaby or Willoughby Wallaby Woo. I think uh, I wrote mine backwards in. I think I have Willoughby Wallaby Woo. Will, Willoughby Wallaby. Yes, yeah, Willoughby Wallaby Woo. I don't know. It's a bunch All of right, this. Song, <laughs> this is just a fun. Song. This is my note here, Andrew. This is a fun, goofy song about this elephant just murdering children. <laughs> okay. He's he sits my on notes, so many kids. <laughs> my notes were very, were pretty much the same, but. uh <laughs> Definitely G rated. I said elephant is just sitting on everyone. Yeah, and you I don't know if everybody knows this, but an elephant weighs tons. <laughs> if it sits on you, you're not surviving this. Maybe it's a stuffed elephant. I don't know. He's gonna sit on a lot of people. I think he knows what he's doing. It sat on me, it sat on you, it sat on Jeff. Yeah. Sat on uh This elephant's wiping out families. <laughs> this is a fun song. It is fun. It's a very fun song. Is it a straight banger? No, not in my book. Uh, 4.5. I think this is a fun song. I I enjoyed how you break this song down, what it's about at its its core. Even though I guarantee you when he wrote this song, it was just for fun because it sounds fun. And this is a fun song to sing along to. I gave us a 3.5 out of 5. This is an enjoyable song. This next one I'm really curious about. Spider on the floor, man. This is a great. Uh, okay, I'm gonna hear what you say because it's gonna. It, I got some. I'm not. All right, first of all, this spider is uh, just doesn't know about boundaries. <laughs> first of all, uh, and also this again, I am admitting this fully is a me thing. In the church I grew up in, we had a song, and I'm, it's probably not the only church that did this, called If You're Happy and You Know It, Clap Your Hands. Yeah. That is what this is to the tune of, and that's all I could keep listening was was that. So I had a hard time paying attention to it, because it did unlock memories for me, but not because of the song, but for what the tune the song was using. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm going to paint a picture for you, Johnny. Okay, please do. Yeah. There's a young Andrew Lenz for uh, say between the ages of four and six. Now we didn't do this in kindergarten because I believe I went to a Lutheran school in kindergarten. Step below Catholic, so if you're Catholic, you know what that means. But I do remember maybe first grade and in preschool, got the nice, got your nice carpet, your round nice carpet. Yeah. Yes. And the teacher's like, okay, mm-hmm. you guys are a little antsy. Let's let's work out some of this energy. She puts on spider on the floor and you act out every single thing. There's a spider on my leg. And of course, people are going to overact to everything. There is wine. Because this spider doesn't know boundaries. There are people smacking each other, but nobody cares because we're just having fun trying to get this imaginary spider off of us. And you tell the person in front of you, oh my goodness, you got a spider on you. And you're allowed to. Any other time in class, you could not do it. 
That is why this song is a five out of five all the way. Perfect. 100%. Because I, I'm very curious if you didn't have any of these memories, how you would think of these songs. Cause I do think, and they should, because if I grew up with these songs, it would change it too for me. Yeah. Uh, I, but I didn't grow up with this version of this song. Uh, I, man, I gave it a, I gave it a three out of five because I have very happy memories of if you're happy, you know what, clap your hands from growing up in the church I grew up in. This is a straight five all the time. <laughs> it can't be. Oh, you can't tell a person, okay, another child while you're doing math or anything else, learning about the state. If you're, if you're going to compare anything to math, this the other thing's going to win. Okay. <laughs> That's not a fair comparison. Math is awful. <laughs> you sit there and teachers teaching grammar everything else that you need to learn you know you're writing sentences you can't be like hey dude there's a spider on your neck but when this song comes on you can tell that kid there's a spider on your neck because that's what the song says yeah so yeah. No, i get what you're saying you're not wrong it's great you're not you're not wrong in your opinion here i just don't share that because i didn't grow up with it I, th- I but I, again i agree with you this song is better than math <laughs> And it's not even close, in my opinion. Not even a close comparison. Uh, uh, next one is <laughs> Ba Ba Black Sheep. This is a classic, right? I think everybody knows this song. Yes. Uh, Have you any wool, Andrew? It's overplayed. It's overplayed. <laughs> it's it's. This is the this is the creed. Uh, <laughs> <this> <laughs> <album>. <laughs> then once I got older and I found out what a black sheep was, and yeah. I was like, wow, that could possibly be me in the family. This song hurt even more. Oh man. I don't I don't have any wool. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wooled out. No wool left. I don't like this song at all. I don't remember really liking it as a kid either. Uh it's it's a two. I have the same score, two out of five. It's fine. It's a classic song. Everybody knows it, but uh, it's just kind of there but again everybody knows it maybe that kind of takes away from it too like I you're saying so. like it's just... this is the same i mean the joke i was making was when me and you were like teenagers growing up anytime we turned on the radio there was a creed song playing this is this is a creed song in this, on this album yeah all right next we're going to the zoo andrew i like this song there's more kids singing <sighs> zoos are fun though i do like a zoo do you like zoos i love zoos i like a good zoo I like a good zoo. I remember. I like a good aquarium too. Like I. Oh, like, I do too. Yeah, yeah. I'm on board for this. Great aquarium in the falls, and then they got rid of the dolphins because we couldn't because they couldn't afford them anymore. Oh man, so, see, I think me and you. I have animals I really like, and you can only see them in zoos. I'm not going to see a penguin just waddling around out my on my front yard, right? And penguins rule. Uh, see, we have a. Uh, there's a great penguin exhibit at the Niagara Falls Aquarium. If uh, oh, I bet the are yeah, yeah. We were we used to take like these weird like you ever see those snakes that you hold up and they'll just kind of wiggle by themselves. They're like plastic and they're like oh yeah yes yes. We used to put them up against the penguins and the penguins would try and eat them, but that was us being asshole kids. Uh, <laughs> my mom be like, don't do that. That's not nice. And I'm like, oh, I don't understand why, but now I understand now that I'm older. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it, zoos are fun. Um, it kind of reminds me of a song 
my grandma used to sing to me. My mom used to sing to me. I don't know if you ever heard it. Going to the animal fair. I know they've changed lyrics because of one of the lyrics, uh, the monkey, he got drunk. (laughs) And I know that got changed. I remember hearing it in a school. It got changed even like in the nineties. It got changed. And I remember school going, no, the monkey didn't do that. He got drunk. And I think that was a phone call to my mom after that. But (laughs) also it just hit me that on our nostalgia funhouse, this is the first album that we're actually reviewing out of all the albums in history. <laughs> yes, this is the first music ever reviewed. We could have picked any classic album if we're doing this. But I think that's the beauty of this, though. It, from my, oh, I agree. Yeah. Because I think most kids our age, I don't know. Like, now you got me put into question. But I think most, what I know of most, well, most kids were damn adults. Most people our age remember Raffi. Like this is, this is. I I am I am legit after this I'm going to put on my Facebook, um, like who knows who listened to this as a kid. I'm very curious, honestly. If, like, am I just the only weirdo? I mean, which could be true. Maybe I'm the black sheep in this version on this. <laughs> I I remember listening to Raffi constantly, but going to the zoo. It's a very fun song. I don't mind kids singing on a children's song. Obviously, Johnny has some. Oh, we get it. You're a saint. Has some clouds he needs to go yell at after this episode. This is the guy who tried to feed penguins plastic snakes. It was glass. <laughs> there was glass. What did uh, you give this? A five, man. What else? Would you oh, God, Andrew. I. I'm saying this with love. Uh, I, I listening to this song. I listened to this literally this morning. Proves that I'm not as much of a morning person as I thought I was. Uh, I had a tough time getting through this. I do like a good song, a kid song about animals. I know I understand why that's fun. I get that. Uh, I think the kids singing again is a me thing. I understand. Uh, it's. I probably need therapy more than I admit. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to. I gave us a two out of five. Clouds <laughs> outside. You might want to go yell at when we're done with all this. I'll yell at them anyway. They're not the shapes I want them to be in. Yeah. Is there like a kid's football that landed in your yard earlier that you want to go take? Yeah, I understand the. I understand that uh, the neighbor uh, in Sandlot now when the baseball landed in his yard. Well, actually, I don't because he ended up being a really nice yeah, guy. Yeah, he ended up being a nice guy, <laughs> not like Johnny. <laughs> so maybe I don't understand. All right, next up, all right, next up is My Dreidel. This is also another classic song. Classic holiday song for yeah. Jewish community. Um I'm not it's I don't I'm trying to put this in a way where I don't offend it. I don't think I will. But I feel like if you're a Christian or you celebrate Christmas. This is like your Rudolph the Red Nose reindeer if you're like Jewish. Like it is always on. Yeah. Is there and I and I say this with the utmost respect. Is there any other Hanukkah song songs? That's a good question. I honestly don't know. Like uh, I'm, not, I'm trying in my in my area growing up, we didn't have very many Jewish people. 
Yeah. Well, um. So I honestly don't know. I'm very ignorant of this. I'm also very curious because this is the only. If you just asked me to name a, a a Jewish holiday song, this would be the one I would think of, and I couldn't think of any other ones. Yeah. But I'm very ignorant to it, and I would love to know. So if you if you know more of them, please let us know. I'm very curious about that myself. Um. Also, this just kept me thinking. It's very short. Yes. This is a very short song. Uh, it's also a classic. It's one I actually know. Uh. But listening to it, I just kept thinking of the South Park version. <laughs> oh, South Park has ruined a lot of things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you know what? I didn't even think about that until now. But yeah, I only gave it a three because I would like, I don't celebrate Hanukkah. Right. I'm not Jewish, but I would like to know a little bit more about. Yeah, I would. I'm with you. I also gave it a three. I would love to know: Are there other traditional, classic Jewish songs that kids sing? Like, I'm very curious about this myself. Too. Not it doesn't even have to just to be about Hanukkah. Like, just I'm very curious about this myself. Now, there's another one that I know too. Um, I can't ever say the lyrics to it, uh, but it, like it's during a bar mitzvah. You know, they sing that song. I they put somebody up on a chair. Oh. If I'm offending somebody, I'm sorry. We're not uh, again. We're not meaning to. I fully ignorant of this. I'm very curious about the it. Please, Were they all? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's a very fun. Yeah, that one. I think it's an awesome song. That song's a banger. <laughs> I want to yeah. say it. <laughs> I always wanted to go to a bar mitzvah. They look fun, right? Except yeah. for not to chop off your something. No, no, that's a Brit. <laughs> Oh, the brisk. See? I know this because of Seinfeld. Thank you, Seinfeld. For the, okay, so my <laughs> knowledge, I am so bad when it comes to things, when it comes to anything, I just refer to pop culture. So my yeah. knowledge of Judaism is based on Seinfeld, Adam Sandler, and John Lovitz yeah. doing Hanukkah Harry. Yeah, I know all the people who are Jewish just because of Adam Sandler. Oh yeah, he did that. Yeah, he did that song. Uh, see, that's where I come from. See, and I and just the only way that and the way that I can relate to this is that I grew up in a Mennonite church. I'm a Mennonite growing up. I still consider myself a Mennonite. Uh, so uh, yeah. I I also get a lot of questions that people who don't understand what makes somebody a Mennonite that type of thing. So please know, please know, Jewish people. I am not trying to offend. I'm ignorant. And I do want to learn. So you're not a man of day. You only go out. I have made that joke many times. And how much did, did you make it in church? Many a times, yes. And how badly did it go over? No, I was known as I was pretty I was pretty popular in my 100 people church. <laughs> we used to go to this church called the chapel, and it's like yeah. like, like kind of like mega churches. That's where I met Lex Luger. Shout out to Lex Luger for being an awesome guy. That's still really cool to me. I don't I don't know what you were before, but you were awesome to me and my kids. So you're good in my book. Um but I wanted my they would like sounds I don't even know. I was gonna say send away the kids. <laughs> for children for children's time. Yeah. Yeah. And my where they would get told a children's story or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And my daughter would got older. So she had to go to this other place that was kind of like a building next to it. And she took a bus, like a little mini bus. Uh, 
and it was called the apex and of course once again my pop culture brain was like oh my goodness the apex predator randy orton (laughs) (laughs) these kids are going to get rko'd (laughs) (laughs) you got to teach your daughter some counters to this rko (laughs) comes out of nowhere though how you got to be careful (laughs) then ddp comes out of nowhere gives you the diamond cutter yes Um, but next song is peanut butter sandwich yeah i remember i was listening to this i was like man how can you you gotta have jelly with this and then he goes hey we're adding some jam i'm like you know what that's what i'm talking about yep sticky i like the stick stick sticky stick stick this is a fun goofy song again doesn't overstay it's welcome i enjoyed this one uh this is a four out of five this is just a fun song that i uh that makes you miss peanut butter and jelly sandwiches somehow. <laughs> I like, uh, I gave it a four or five as well. I wanted more names and I just looked up this yeah. Amram and okay. I can get it now. He's a composer. Maybe okay. Dave were getting together and they were having some sandwiches or Dave Amram was like a, a musical influence on him. Hmm. All right. All right, now we're we're getting down to the to the the last four here. All right, now I said before when we're talking about the five little frogs that this song comes back, and it comes back as the five little pumpkins. Andrew, when I was listening to this song, I kept thinking, like, if you just like, if I, you know how it, there's like it's like a trope in horror things now where, if you walk into a house that's kind of creepy, then you start hearing like a kid singing. Like yeah. it makes it, it adds to the creepiness. If you just listen to the song, because it's just basically him singing. I don't remember it being much uh, in the way of instruments on this. Uh, this is a kind of a creepy song. I really dug this version of this song. <laughs> I am a complete opposite. Oh, this is a five out of five for me. I'm not even kidding. Okay, this was a five out of five for me as well because there's once again such great memories. Kind of like the five little speckled frogs. Yeah. It- and what really got me is I listened to this yesterday. So we are recording on not the day after Halloween, day after Halloween. So we're not keeping kayfabe. So I listened to this on Halloween and this was a staple song growing up in elementary school that you would listen to is the five, five little pumpkins, obviously around Halloween time. So yeah. it this was, is a perfect kids Halloween song. It was almost like, like a hype song before you were going out trick-or-treating. Honestly, you know what I kept thinking I was as I was listening to this? I was like, I wish I was like uh, in when I was in elementary school or when you're getting close to a holiday, they would, for fun, the, the teachers would give you like a coloring page of things from that. Like yeah. I can imagine listening to this song as I'm coloring some jack-o'-lanterns or something like that. Yeah, that's I th- that's why it's the five out of five. I like how you have the five. Why it's your five out of five? Why it's my five out of five? Yeah, it's a five out of five for me. This is my favorite song so far, and I just like that. Also, I think if you want to, this song could also be kind of creepy in in a way, and I mean in that in the most positive sense. Okay, don't ruin it for me. Don't. I, that's a compliment for me. I think that's a great thing. <laughs> All right, the next. Let's go from pumpkins to sharing the sharing song, Andrew. What about this one? Great, great message, of course. Great message. Okay, yeah. song. Agreed. Same boat. Message itself is way better than the song. The song is fine. It's not awful or anything like that. 
But the song itself was a three out of five. And the message is a five out of five. Yeah, I gave it. I gave it a three overall. Just yeah, great Same. message. Okay, song. I think this was played during like if you had like I don't know if you had stations that you could go to every once in a while, like in like in school, like oh yeah, those different stations where like different activities were happening. Yeah, I yeah. think did it like on that one and i think if we heard the sharing song that's when it was time to move yeah <laughs> did you yeah. have like that cue <laughs> yes i know what you mean yeah all right next. so we're all, we're agreed on that the next one is mr sun what'd you think about this song this is a straight banger this is fire all the way mr guess sun. what same page i love this one this it's is my other favorite song on this album <laughs> Barney's done this song. Everybody, come on. This this is a superior version than the Barney one, guaranteed. This version is great. I really like this one quite a lot. It has a great flow to it as well. This song flows very well. This is a five out of five for me. I love this one. Yeah, this is five out of five. So yeah. my two favorite songs come toward the end of this album. <laughs> uh, All right, last song. Old MacDonald had a band. Of course, this is taking the the song that's as old as time, though McDonald had a farm, but it's a band, and you can kind of figure it out from there how it goes. Uh, what, what did you think about this one? I loved it because I loved the fact that it wasn't it wasn't like a rock and roll band. It was geez, I don't want to sound like Matt. It seems like instruments that you would find on a farm. <laughs> now I just sounded like Matt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Maybe because I'm a big okay. Let me let me rewind this. Not gonna edit it out. Uh it reminded me like where I where I get that from is it reminded me of Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, which is one of my yes Christmas books. That's where I'm getting it from. Like it's yes, I grew, I know what you're saying. It's like I'm a, not going the barbecue route or no no no. You're not. I grew up. I grew up where. Uh, these instruments would be Andrew. So you're not knocking me at all. I 100 okay. understand what you're saying. Uh, I love these instruments. My favorite. And I'm not even making this up. My favorite instrument is the banjo. I love that thing. I, Steve Martin plays a killer banjo. Steve Martin freaking rules with that thing. I <laughs> yes. love yeah, Martin. Steve Martin, great comedian. You know, great actor. Awesome banjo player. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, this is just a really fun take on a classic song. Mm-hmm. This is a very fun song. I enjoyed this one. Uh, this is a four out of five. I I think this song is very enjoyable. What about I give you? it a five because it's it's different. It is different, yeah. Because we kind of got, like you said before, two of the same exact songs, but they're different in what they, uh, you know, what they use frogs to pumpkins. But this one, yeah. you get a little sick of old McDonald. You get it, old McDonald yeah. pig. He had a cow. He had horses. I like that McDo- that he that this farmer has other hobbies. It's not yeah, just a farmer. Say, I was gonna say, yeah. what will McDonald do when you know it's it's downtime? Yeah, this is it. Just right? like Andy, Gr- just like a Sheriff Andy Griffith with the he didn't just uh, or Andy Taylor. I'm sorry, he didn't just do sheriff stuff. He also would play the guitar every once in a yeah. while. See, you know, I, I'm I'm glad I listened to this one. This is the first time I ever heard this one. And that's the only reason why I ranked it high because it it's a different. He took a classic, he changed it, and it gives yeah. a way better in look on things. 
All right, so I will say this overall for this album. I think it ends really well. It ends on some yeah. really great songs, fun songs. Um, I do have an overall score for this album. Do you? Uh, Johnny, it's great. It's I already like, know what yours is, but I'm just like I'm, just that. I'm more setting myself up than you if I'm being <laughs> uh, yeah, just I would this was just how you felt about it because I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah, this is a five out of five for you, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the lowest I could probably get it. I didn't average or anything, but I think maybe the lowest would have been about if I probably would have averaged it out. Because once again, we've already put down math numerous times on this. Uh, probably four, four point five, but I would consider it a five. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I tried to be really fair here. I have zero nostalgia for this at all. But if I was a parent, I would definitely be way more okay with my kids listening to this over and over than like anything from Coco Melon, right? Yeah. Like this is so much better than any of the, a lot of the stuff that I hear today that kids listen to Coco Melon. I cannot stand. That's one of the worst things in history. Uh, I, so, and uh, there's a lot of like folk type music influence here, which is one of my favorite genres of music. It's he has a very pleasing sound and voice again, Mr. Sun, uh, and Five Little Pumpkins and Old McDonald had a band. There's some really fun songs in here that I do enjoy quite a lot. And I'm going to try to remember the the Five Little Pumpkins for next Halloween time. Because I think, like you said, that's a great Halloween song. It is. I... Uh, but at the same time, there's other songs on here that I just, I'm okay never hearing them ever again. It's not going to affect me at all. Bye-bye. Uh, I think this is a three out of five for me. But those last four or five songs are like a five out of five. <laughs> so, they're all, they were, they, they were great. I really I, like those. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad we did this because this was, it, it was just amazing to go back on these memories. Like this is stuff. Um, Would you, okay. So would you recommend this to the Franklin family? Yes, I would. I would. Uh, I'm, I'm actually really curious if, um, does Trevor know who Raffy is? No, <laughs> I I'm very curious about that. I was gonna ask, like, I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know. I don't remember us ever ever discussing him, or I would remember that name. We've never talked about him. So I'm gonna bring it up uh, in our in our chat uh, about is Trevor. Do you know who this is? Um, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, again, I looked into this guy. He sounds like an awesome dude. I'm very glad he did all this stuff. Uh, we need more people out there who actually give a hoot, you know, yeah. about stuff like this. And uh, so I'll never take away from that. I understand your love for this album growing. I, I do think that if I had grown up with this, a lot of my scores would be higher too, because I would have those core memories as well. Yeah. So I totally get it. I'm not, I'm not at a point where I'm like, I don't understand why Andrew. I completely understand why people like this album growing up. I get it. So Rafi does have some awards and membership. Oh yeah. Yes. This was pretty amazing. Got the order of Canada in 1983. It's the second highest honor. The order of British Columbia, uh, an honorary doctorate in music from the university of Victoria, uh, doctor of letters. Johnny and I were not very good students. So, <laughs> but uh from the university of british columbia doctors of letters from 
Woodfriend Lawler University. I hope I said that right. This is the big one that stood out for me. The Fred Rogers Integrity Award. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That uh uh special achievement award from so from the SoCan Awards in Toronto, which I'm think I think their big like Grammy thing is called the Junos, but I maybe that's something. That's a fun movie. I like that movie. I've seen that movie multiple times. It's a Michael Sarah film. <laughs> and Elliot Page, I believe. This is uh this is interesting, but kudos to Canada. 2010, he was uh a t- he won the top 25 Canadian immigrant award. Yeah, I think he's Arma- Armenian. I think I read somewhere. I'm yeah, pretty he's, sure he's from yeah. Egypt. He was born in Egypt, and he got another honorary doctorate of letters from Vancouver Island University. See, just a very like that's a great legacy right there to leave behind. I would say. I'd be happy winning it just one of those. <laughs> I, it's... You hear me, Canada? Would you just give me a, a a doctor of letters, please? I'd appreciate it. That is, I was gonna look it up, but I know we uh, Vancouver. I know we took away your basketball team, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Big country for life, baby. Yes. <laughs> Big country for life. Big country with Damon Stoudemire. Great combo. I'm trying to see if there's any other. Oh, he was a Raptor. I think I think I'm getting those teams mixed up. Yeah, Damon Stoudemire was a Raptor. Uh, yeah. Sharif Abdul Rahim. There we go. Yeah, I was a big Sharif fan. I liked him a lot. But yeah. Daniels? Who? Antonio Daniels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, he was a Raptor too, I think. I'm trying to see who else is like a. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of cool that they give like, they're like, hey, you're a, you're a top immigrant. Let's give you an award. Like, yeah, I, I've not. I can't. I can think of one finger of the number of awards I've got, uh, and that's what I gave myself. Which is, you're a pretty cool, dude, Johnny. That's the you. You're a pretty cool, Johnny Award. But we yeah. are, we are kind of working on our own awards thing, actually, right about now that we're hoping to have up in December. Next. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. We're going to be doing a every year. We're going to try to do a Hall of Fame, a Nostalgia Funhouse yeah. Hall of Fame, and we're going to have. You vote on what actually makes it in. So yeah. uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Very much looking forward to it. I don't think Trevor nor my choices are going to make, uh, especially music choices, because we're very eclectic with that stuff. Uh, no but uh, I'm, there's I'm, no Raffy. I'm, you know what? I'm just going to announce it. Spoiler alert. When I finally got to put everything together, I'm nominating Raffy. Just the person. I'm going with Raffy. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, if you're not if you're nominating the person, I can't go against that. That dude sounds awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Raffy. I I, I, I would I, agree. Anybody who, re, who wins that Fred Rogers Award has got to be a cool person. So I, I gotta get I gotta give it to this guy. Yeah, he, he, yeah, I agree. Yeah, not taking anything away from him. I love me some Raffy right now. All right. Well, what do you think of Raffy? Uh, let us know. Him? Have you heard of Raffy? Are you? Uh, do you? Uh, do you have any nostalgia for these songs? I wish I did, but I didn't. But there's some bangers there for sure. Uh, that's uh, we've done it. We've finally done it. Do we know what we're doing next? Oh, we're doing uh, tournaments. So for our next two episodes. Oh yeah, oh, this is gonna be fun. We are we're doing, gonna have a fun November. We are doing tournaments. We are doing uh, heroes versus villains. So we are going to have a hero tournament. 
in a villain tournament. And at the end of the villain tournament, we will pin that villain against the hero. And we're going to see who wins. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Very much looking forward to that. Uh, thank every thank you everybody for listening. Make sure you check out our social medias where Andrew does a great job on Facebook and on Instagram. And Andrew, tell them about the YouTube page because it's blowing up. Oh yeah, I put out one little short. It's going to be on the Facebook page today. Uh, that is a November first, but yeah, up to yeah, it's almost sixty subscribers. Let me just. We yeah, fifty we're at fifty-nine, but we we're up to sixty subscribers. So but ten more, and it's gonna be nice. Yes. Uh geez, John. <laughs> but check it out. There's some let's plays. Uh I'm gonna start doing some top five lists, kind of our own personal thing. So just yes. Mm-hmm. Also, you get early access uh to that and some uh like some just new audio that you won't get on the free feed if you go to the Nostalgia Fun House Patreon. That is correct. So go check that out. Uh, we appreciate it. Please help us afford things like uh, The Ghost of Mr. Chicken, which, we, again, another year that I didn't get to watch it. Oh, I know. Uh, or I couldn't even afford an episode of uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Two episodes. Two. I couldn't afford two episodes. Two episodes. That's, that's like four bucks, and your boy needs the charity. So make sure you go. <laughs> Make sure you go check out our Patreon. Uh, I I think we've done it, Andrew. I think that's it, right? Anything else? Nope. Just good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And go listen to Five Little Pumpkins because it really is a banger. (laughs) 